This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Searching for gifts for guys can be difficult because, honestly, they don't like what you're buying them. So put down the ugly tie and get him a man crate. Man crates take stuff guys love, like machetes, beef jerky, and video games, and packs them into wooden crates and ships them right to their door. They come with a crowbar so they can pry the box open themselves. Find a great gift for every type of guy, whiskey drinkers, bacon lovers, even zombie survivalists. Go to mancrates.com slash stew to find the perfect gift for every guy you know. Mancrates.com slash stew. Great to be back. Can you believe it's uh, December 1st already? We covered that today? It's December 1st. God, I can't believe that. It's craziness. It's, uh, that was, uh, that, we have not covered that. We, have not covered <laughs> we should the cover it. The we should yeah. cover it. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's craziness, is what I'm saying. Notice our uh, beautiful decorations. Anybody seen that? Gorgeous. Look at that. We got a tree. We got, a we got some garland stuff. We got the big star up. We got the oh. big snowflake. I think it's. I think that's a snowflake. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a star. Spoon up there. We got the spoon over there. <laughs> we don't have a spoon. Why do we not have a spoon? <laughs> we should have a Christmas spoon. Can there we do that? Christmas spoon. Can we get please. a giant Christmas spoon decoration to signify Jeffy's holiday? <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. We're going to do that for tomorrow's program. We have to have that for you, Jeffy. Right, thank, you. <sighs> thank you. I like how your, your, your little stand there is decorated, too. Yeah, they've made comments today that it's decorated in red, which is kind of the red light district, so I guess that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point, yes. Yeah. Uh, and it fits. It fits True. you. It fits you oh so well. It's beautiful. Uh, welcome. So, uh, oil prices. We were driving down the street uh, yesterday or the day before. My wife looks over at the uh, at a gas station we were passing by, and she's like, "It's down to two thirty nine, or two thirty seven, or yeah. I saw a one two thirty somewhere. I think in your town or your town, one of the two that was in the two twenties. Yeah, two twenty. Really? Yeah, two twenty five. And she's like, "Why is it happening? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> oh well, uh, I don't know. There's two things going on. Um, thing one, thing fracking, one, fracking, hydraulic drilling. Shale. That's that's what I blame. Shale revolution. Yes. We are now uh, basically at, at a peak." Uh, amount of production of oil that we've been since the 80s. So that's that's thing one. And thing two is unexpected to some degree. What's happened in the past is OPEC has said, all right, look, uh, you know, we're Saudi Arabia. We want the price to be higher so we can yeah. make more money. So what we're going to do is we're going to say, all right, we're going to cut production right. to, to make it so there's less of a supply. So the Here's price what they're doing, up. though. And, the, and this is kind of complicated. This is thing, complicated. This, this is, is kind of the result of thing one and thing two, which would yes. make it thing three. <laughs> thing three is uh, they're doing this. To shut down, uh, fra- to make the fracking too expensive, you mm-hmm. can't. So if you, if you, if it's too, it has to. The price of per barrel of uh, of oil has to be in the sixty dollar range, I think, a barrel, sixty to depends, eighty dollars yeah. a barrel. It depends. What? But I've talked to oil people about this before, and I'm like, I was always asking them back in the early two thousands, why aren't we drilling from, you know, extracting it from shale? Why aren't we doing all these things? Well, it's too expensive. 
price per barrel has to be such and such, to sixty to eighty dollars, to, yeah. to to make it uh, profitable for them. So when Saudi Arabia is really kind of smart on their part, when they when they glut the market with a bunch of oil, it drives down the price so the fracking becomes untenable. It's it, they're starting. They're already in the red. There was a big story today about how. Uh, how the shale extractors are in the red, red now. Yeah, and what they're saying is basically like you have the, the shale revolution where people start doing this. People start to see it's, it's, it's profitable. They start going and going and going, and everyone starts jumping into it. What they believe mm -hmm. is this move could wipe out a lot of the fringe players. Right. Uh, the people who have been there, they've had the infrastructure for a long time, that they're solid, they're probably going to be okay. But the sort of fringy elements that are just jumping in because there's a gold rush, they could be in serious trouble if this stays down for a long period of time at sixty or seventy dollars a barrel. Um, so that's the thing. I mean, we're we're look we're you know we're we're at five year lows uh, for oil. Um, so it's down below uh, below uh, seventy below sixty six yeah, per barrel now. early this morning. Apparently, it's bounced back a little bit. Wow, a little bit this morning, but not much. Um, and and it's interesting because I don't know. Do you believe that we're done with oil? Do you believe that we're no. all set? No, that it's not. over. I don't. And, you know, if that's true, then this is, uh, you know, if we're done with oil, well, then you know this is going to go down and it's going to keep going down, and that's great. If if that's not true, though, it's going to bounce back at some point, um, and uh, some event overseas will make the price go up because you know there's a war mm -hmm. or there's some scare of a war. These things seem to happen pretty regularly. So I don't know that I would sit here and depend on oil down here at these prices, but it's kind of nice to have them while it's here. And it might, may, maybe it only lasts us this winter and people get nice, uh, you know, lower prices to heat their homes and to drive their cars. And wouldn't that be great? Mm -hmm. And the shale thing, while you might lose some players out of this, you know, I, the technology is good and it's solid. And really only the government banning it is going to make it go away, yeah. which is, by the way, not at all out of the realm of possibility. Um, uh, but I, I will say in the short term, like you mentioned, it is nice to fill yeah. up my tank for $56 instead of 73 That's nice. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's helpful. Um, but on the other hand, you hate to see the, I mean, I don't want the oil producers to, to suffer either because. Uh, yeah, I want them to keep producing uh, it here. Yeah. Uh, Texas is rolling because of oil production. Yeah. rolling. I mean, really, Texas is essentially turning into Saudi Arabia when it comes to production. It really is. Good. Uh, yeah, and yeah. great, right? And this is the thing. It's so tough for the president and, and politicians in general. And we didn't we get into a lot of politics today. And a lot of that stuff we drag over to this show um, because, you know, it still needs to be talked about. Um, and it's, it, it, you know, it's a tough position for them to be in because they're getting they can't sit here and advocate publicly for higher oil prices. We've seen this before. They don't go for a straight tax. They try to fool you with mm -hmm. cap and trade. They brought in uh, the, uh, Chu, their energy secretary, who had to basically right. publicly, de publicly denounce himself and previous comments he made about nine and ten dollar a gallon oil as mm -hmm. being a good thing. They don't want to say that. At the same time, it's hard for them to get around giving credit to the thing they're trying to stop, which is fracking and shale and and, and these other developments here in the United States. So they're really in the this is why they don't talk about oil prices. You'd think they'd be touting them or we have gas prices as low as they've been and how long they don't say that those things because they can't rightly blame them on anything they've done they can only blame them on you know the prices are only a generous gift from policies they've opposed 
And that's right. a tough position to be in if you're, if you're you know, the, de the president. There's actually a Canadian oil mogul, uh, Murray Edwards, who's predicting now that uh, the price per barrel could go as low as 30 bucks a gallon, uh, or 30 bucks a barrel. $30 a barrel. Well, then you're talking about, I mean, you're probably talking about $1.50, maybe for a gallon of gas. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not even that. I mean, when, when the prices were at $30 a barrel and things were reasonable and it went up and down like it should go, you had prices under a dollar a gallon. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see that ever happening. That's the late again. 90s but uh, that yeah. happened, though. Yeah. yeah. Into, the, into the, the beginning of the Bush, Bush presidency. I mean, it was... And let's not forget our president uh, in office now touted that uh, the low gas prices during his previous uh, president... It meant a bad, bad economy. economy. Mm. So he can't cut... <laughs> This guy has it both ways on every issue, yep. on absolutely everything. If you go back to his comments from, from any time period previous to this one and compare them with what he's saying now, completely the opposite. This is, that's amazing. That's a great, that's a great callback. Jeff. Forgot about that. I wow. Mean, that is amazing. Because, I mean, this would... <laughs> we got to find that and play that. Because tomorrow. of that, we would, of course, <laughs> believe that the economy is in terrible state of disrepair. Easy. Uh, but, of course, that's not what we were, were supposed to believe on that, so no one says anything about it. Can't have it both ways. Which is it? Which is it? And yet, somehow the media, even now, allows him to have it both ways. Yeah, I mean, I think he's proved that that, that whole thing, you can't have it both ways, has been proved to be a myth. Yeah. We can now go to Snopes and find that is not true. Uh, because you absolutely can have it both ways if you're the president of the United States. Yes, you can. You just get everything that you want, and you say whatever you want when you want to say it, and then you say the opposite thing when you want to say that, and you yeah. have it both ways. And it's it's interesting because uh, even the the press who has who have been so friendly to him, they've been so loving and kind and gracious. His entire presidency, people on MSNBC and NBC. Uh, have been loving to this guy the whole time. But any time they say the least bit of uh, things that are critical of him, mm -hmm. oh, he, he's pissed. And a, a good example of that is, uh, is Chuck Todd, who's been, I mean, Chuck Todd has been pretty friendly to this presidency. A diehard supporter, I would say. Oh, big time. I would say. Now he uh, apparently doesn't think much of the guy who uh, has written a new book called The Stranger. And he means Obama in, in that regard. Uh, but apparently the president was shopping at a Washington, D.C. bookstore on Saturday. And he spotted a copy of Chuck Todd's new book about his presidency. And he said, oh, Chuck Todd, let's see what Chuck has to say here. And then uh, Malia asked, how is he writing a book already? Sad. And then the president said, he's just sad in response. Uh, and apparently in the book, uh, Todd labels the president flip-flopping policymaker whose detached temperament has prevented him from implementing his ideas. So all he's pissed about, all Chuck Todd is saying here is that he hasn't gotten the uh, great agenda that he promised us through. So his socialist communist policy hasn't been totally enacted, and it's because of his temperament according to chuck todd so now now he's uh, that's being called a stinging indictment too of of the president please that's not stinging give me a break but because it wasn't entirely uh praising him now he's turned on chuck todd it's just this guy it is all about his skin but it's about the 
thinness of his skin, not the color of it. <laughs> he, he has the thinnest skin of anybody in that office I've ever seen. It's, it's really it's amazing to watch. Anybody who, uh, who says anything that's not glowing about him is on his crap list instantly. That's a great point. That's a great line, too. It is about the skin. It is. Oh, my gosh. It is. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. So how long do we enjoy these uh, oil prices? You know, I don't know. I mean, if they're actually trying to start an oil war, I mean, it could last a while. Um, I, I would think that Saudi Arabia doesn't want to lose on, uh, out in the cash, and neither do any, any of the other OPEC uh, countries for long. I mean, I, you know, could it last? I, you know, you said this one, what is it, $30 a barrel? Yeah. I mean, that, if that... If that happens, wow. I mean, that's just great for America, right? I mean, it, you know, and it's, and it's, by the way, can we go back a little bit? You, you, you had that great throwback about how oil prices it meant the economy wasn't, uh, wasn't strong. How about, let's do another throwback here. Remember when the argument was, well, I'm sorry, but increased supply is not going to do anything to affect oil prices. <laughs> Remember <laughs> that? Yeah, that's a I total mean, lie. This is when, when Sarah we Palin was, was running and saying this, and, and, and many others, mm -hmm. they would yeah. say, when it was drill baby drill time, they were like, it's not even going to do oh, anything. Oh, that won't take effect for years. It won't even do anything about? to oil prices. Are we not okay. at that point oh, where it's yeah. doing something? By every yeah. account, you bet it, is. it is doing something. We have made a huge difference against what this president has tried to do, he's tried to stop this every step of the way. He's gotten in the way of the pipeline most famously, but he's done this every step of the way. All these policies that were passed during the Bush administration and uh, uh, as well as just private ingenuity and, and, and innovation have made an incredible uh, revolution happen, an energy revolution mm -hmm. on the scale of, a, you know, a, a sort of a mini industrial revolution here. We have seen this entire thing reworked into something else. And it's affected the entire globe's access to energy. This is not a minor thing here. This has changed the world for the better, well, at least in the short term. We're, we're going to figure out a way to stop that yeah. <laughs> real soon. You know, I mean, I don't know what they can do. They keep attempting to try to make it, oh, well, it's causing earthquakes. and uh, it's, it's, it, it could. It could. <laughs> it's pack. poisoning the water it could. supply. It, it, it could. isn't. But it, it isn't. Could. And never has. It's it never has. But it could. It's it causing could. all kinds of earthquakes, shaking up everybody's homes, everything's uh -huh. not, it's not We safe. had four it's earthquakes safe. in Irving. We did. Uh, yeah. Just last week. I was waiting for that to be because proclaimed. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I haven't seen that. But because this is Texas. Yeah, Texas that wouldn't. Uh, they're not. They're going to say that. But we did have little mini earthquakes. I would say it's not impossible. Uh, a town around here was it Denton? Yeah, uh, yeah banned they fracking, it. which is yeah. great for all the towns around it. They can just now drill under the territory. It was pretty bad because that started out as a. Uh, I know Pat and I had talked it about. It started, started out, out because they were pissed as a noise were, violation. Yeah, they were pissed right? because they were fracking after too late eleven o'clock at night, which is and ridiculous. So, and so it. they went after it, and the and the mayor was like, "Yeah, you know what? That that makes sense. We need to do that." And then it yeah. turned into banning, banning it. All. Good luck. I mean, good, keep going down those roads. Uh, that's stupid. You know, it's incredibly stupid. But you you have that right if you want to. Good yeah. luck with that. Good yeah. luck with that policy. We see what the other side brings when you embrace these technologies. We see what we, we see what happens here. They're saying that uh, just if if oil stays at current current level, think about this. It would boost American and Chinese GDP growth by 0 0.4 uh, per percentage points. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're talking about a GDP, when you're talking about growing, 15 trillion, we grow. That and, is quite a bit. And we grow about 2 percent a year. Mm -hmm. So think about that. That's about a 20% increase in our growth as a nation, along with China, that has uh, over a billion people, and 0.2 uh, in, in Japan and, and Europe, 0.2% uh, growth. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about 
potentially billions of people who are going to be better off because of what we're doing here with fracking. And yet you have people... Oh, well, you know, it, it's loud. You know, it could. It it's could, loud. Let's not do it at all. It could <laughs> It could affect our water at some point in the unforeseen future. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's where we are. It's, it's an exciting time. I mean, and, and by the way, uh, energy companies, again, are the ones doing this. How long will we be heard that it's going to be solar companies that are going to, uh, you know, have this huge, right. in, you know, in, in innovation and, and all these things that are going to solve all of our energy problems? Who's doing it? The boring old energy companies, the ones that keep bringing in billions of dollars a year in profit, evil, mm -hmm. evil profit. Hate the them. ones motivated by money and capitalism mm -hmm. are the ones actually making people's lives better. Oh. It's kind of nice to see. Yeah, it is. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents do come. Still, though, yeah. that doesn't doesn't change the fact they're evil. Oh, of course they're No, they're totally evil. Triple <laughs> 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 singing the theme song. Seven two seven Beck. Uh, hi and welcome. Um, anybody go out on Black Friday? My wife did. I mean, like, she didn't just go out on Black Friday oh, with, my, with my oldest daughter. They stayed out for 14 hours. They were, they were gone the by, marathon? like, 6.30 in the morning. They got back at 9 o'clock at night. See, but they made a, a lunch, dinner, and out shopping. Yeah, they had lunch. Yeah, they had dinner. But it was 14 hours. And she said it was absolute madness. That uh, I mean, the traffic sucked. The lines at the stores were crazy. How many people did she punch out for a TV? Uh, I mean, bring down the one, carry the two. Uh, none. Because I mean, it was three hundred and fifty dollars savings on that big, on yeah, that big TV. Yeah, look at this. I mean, is this crazy? This is over. Uh, one of these riots was over underwear, <laughs> like panties. Save 75 cents on those! And then, and then they'd beat him in the face. There was, uh, there was a woman at one of these Victoria's Secret riots. That one just of these. <laughs> these cold. multiple. There were multiple Victoria's Secret riots. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. and, and one of them, one woman cold-cocked another woman. Then there was, I think this is Walmart, is what this looks like. Yeah. And so they're fighting over electronics and television sets. <laughs> Did you see the one where the guys... Put the flat screen TVs on the floor and then laid on them to protect their turf. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Just unbelievable. Look at this. And really, I mean, it's total bedlam. And here, oh, yep. I think it was the 70 inch. It's a physical brawl. <laughs> She's swinging and hitting people. Oh, yeah. I mean, really? It's underwear, <laughs> Pumpkin. Calm down. The TV is so, so tremendous. For $350 savings, I'm staying home. I mean, okay, Mr. Online. Rich Guy over here. Three hundred fifty bucks is good savings. Two hundred fifty dollars is a lot of money, though. That's a yeah. Look, I, I come think on. My opinion of this, and I, I watched all a lot of this come down over the weekend, is that a lot of this is overblown. Like, you have a few horrible people yeah. in these crowds, but there, there are hundreds of thousands of stores selling stuff and there's always a few stories where people go and they get a little crazy over some product and then usually and most of those it was just people hustling for product and you know throwing stuff around there wasn't fighting in most of those clips right. there's a couple fights but again there are fights in bars every night across america 
There are fights all over. The, yes, it's, it's not a, over. Not over panties. Not over. Not panties. over. Oh, a baby Jeffy, please chime in on that. Want to bet? Absolutely. It's almost all about panties. To be honest with you, almost every one of those fights comes down to panties in the end. I just feel like. I don't know. I, I, I this whole thing about um, uh, not source not being over on Thanksgiving. I know this is open on Thanksgiving, and I know this is a big thing. Like you totally believe people should not be out shopping on Thanksgiving, and I think that's a completely valid and the right thing. To be honest, I wouldn't want to go out shopping on Thanksgiving. It's, it's great family time, but there are there's a sect of people outside of Pat who are like, how dare, how dare they open. Uh, the, oh, my wife is like that. I, I don't understand I, that. I keep telling her, Look, it shouldn't, you don't want the government, it should be against the law. No, no, no. you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's keep the government keep out the of that. Keep the government out we? of it. No. And let's be honest about it. These stores would not open That's right. if no the people were not showing up and right. shopping there. That's right. Giving a strong indication that people do want them open. In fact, by the time nighttime comes, a lot of people want to get the hell away from yeah. their family yeah. and go shop. The movie theaters yep. were. Movie oh, theaters have always been open. Restaurants have been open. Gas stations have been open. NFL games have been played yeah. on Thanksgiving since the 30s. Do the people who work well, the, the, the food stands at an NFL game not matter? How many they, movies No one now? care cries for them. Nope. How many movies open, open on Christmas Day? On Christmas yeah. Day. On Christmas. A lot. Now, because there ought why? to be a law for that. Why? Because after you've opened all the presents, you've had some dinner, you want to go do do something yeah. a lot of times, yeah. and a movie is perfect. Yeah, you and, know, and I think it's fine, totally fine, and it would be the choice that I would make to stay home with my family. I'd rather be yeah. home, you know, watching football, hanging out with the family, going to play football outside or whatever. That's what I like to do on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go out and shop. Like, I don't think you need to be, you know, berated into this, you know, gelatinous mess on the side in the corner because you're this horrible person. No. And these stores, I'm sorry, but these employees, many of which, by the way, it's their only opportunity all year to get time and a half or double time. Do they really all not want to work those days? I mean, a lot of times people do want to work on those days. It's their only opportunity yeah. to make a ton of extra money for doing the same work they've been doing. I, I, I just find this the other this thing media is, outrage is fake. I mean, there's yeah. a real family thing that you, know, you want to stay with your family. That's great. But this media outrage every year over and over again is, is a little tiring. Isn't it? It's, a, it's the same complaints every year. How dare they? Well, all of the freaking media channels are all at work that day. Yep. All of the cameramen are there working. All the people complaining about these stores opening are all on the air working. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insanity. <laughs> I, it's like, okay, I can understand if you want to make a choice for your family, but stop bitching about everybody else that wants to go to a store. And by the way, these television networks that are all bitching about this, uh, oh, we can't have stores. Do you believe they're opening these stores? This is horrible. They are on the air working mm -hmm. with cameramen and everyone else there working, running commercials for those stores. Yeah. They're the ones paying the bills of the broadcast as you complain about them. So you're saying there might be hypocrisy? In there the might be a shade of it. There may be a shade of it wow. somewhere in there. I don't know if you could find it. Wow. If you can find it, wow. I, you're, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to look pretty hard indeed. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, here's something that maybe uh, up until now you hadn't thought is the perfect uh, Black Friday gift. But it is. Uh, Obamacare. Did, did you get that special someone oh, in your life? I would have wow. thought of that. An Obamacare purchase? No. The Obama administration pitched Obamacare as a Black Friday purchase. <laughs> are you, they wow. are so desperate. They said it partnered with shopping centers 
pharmacists, and websites to help promote Obamacare uh, during the shopping weekend. HHS and Westfield Shopping Center's National Community uh, oh. Pharmacist Association and the XO Group Westfield. promoted uh, Obamacare to people over the weekend. Black Friday, usually one of the biggest shopping days. And then there's, of course, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday. We're thrilled to announce partnerships today with three organizations that reach consumers across the country, especially on the busiest shopping weekend of the year. By the way, they left out Jeffy's Porn Sunday. Uh, just, oh, they uh, did. They did. Yeah. Leave that out. I just want to go on record. As, that's available 24-7. <laughs> yeah, no, There's no special Sunday deal. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. It's a website. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, that's bizarre. Again, my constitutional amendment for any party that wishes to take it up no dollar, no tax dollars shall ever be spent on advertising. You should never be doing mm -hmm. a program to promote your program. If people need your program, they're going to find your program. You want to put up a website that just lists the things you do? I'm fine with that. But you should not be in the middle of broadcasting. I'm watching NFL football, and I'm seeing commercials for healthcare.gov. That should never occur. By the way, here's the latest uh, numbers on Obamacare. Uh, Burwell, uh, one of their spokespeople for HHS, estimates that about 9.1 million people should be covered by an Obamacare plan by 2015. They, they should be. They're not saying they will be. No. They're not saying they are. They're saying by 2015, by, by the end of 2015, mm -hmm. 9.1 million. Right now the number is 7.1, and I, I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's true. Well, if, first of all, it's not. We already know it's not 7.1. It's not. Because that included de people who right. had dental insurance. It's about 2.2 um, million. Oh, yeah. I was of even going to go there. Of new people. Yes. Do, of new people who are actually paying their bills, it's a, probably a couple of million. We don't know because they won't release the full results. But we do know for sure that it is not 7.1 million because they admitted themselves that they added in hundreds of thousands of dental insurance recipients uh, into their numbers to try to get the number over 7 million. It's it's six, even amazing. by their ridiculous math, it's 6.7 million. And 9.1 million, the projection for next year, is down from their initial projections. By 4 million. Uh, by several. It's, is it four? I four thought million. It was, I thought it was two, but whatever. The CBO said four, it should be 4 million more than that. 4 million? 4 million. I mean, by their own admission, 4 million. Jeez. By the fake numbers that they gave the yeah. CBO, mm -hmm. they said 4 million more. So... The whole thing. I mean, seriously, this is a total failure. Yeah. Uh, it is. Oh, my God. You it's an absolute failure. I mean, I know you're not going to if you're on the left. I know no, you have not. to hold on to this. And you no, have... you're not. And I guess the belief is, to, to be fair to their strategy. Well, some people have been insured who yes. didn't have it. That's true. Yes. Uh, yes. You yes. could spend yes. trillions of dollars and insure one person. Is that a yes. success? That's not a, not a way to measure it. However, to their, to their strategy, it doesn't really matter if anyone's insured. The point is, get this program in place and then slowly expand it over the years until everyone is insured. Insured and we become and a single-payer single pay program. So this, the, the success or failure about. of this has nothing to do with the success or failure of, of this pro program. Correct. It has nothing to do with the success or failure of someone trying to get insured or whether they get treated. It has to do with, is the groundwork laid so that in the future they can expand it like they have every other program? Remember, Social Security insurance was mm -hmm. supposed to be something that widows received if their husbands died early. That's what that was supposed to be. Instead, it is now something everyone, including Bill Gates, has the God-given right to. And they do this all the time in the same way. You get, get your foot in the door with a program that has minimal things that they want to do. You know, marijuana, Pat. We need to cure these people with cancer for their pain. 
That's why we need medical marijuana. Now, you, and anyone can go in and get a prescription as you walk in the door to any mar medical marijuana shop in a place like California and just get it. Now, look, you could say that marijuana should be legal, and that's a fine argument. However, you have to acknowledge how right the people who argued the slippery slope were in that argument. They were mm -hmm. completely right. And again, this is the same situation. They will go down this road and they will get help. You know, this will, if they can get this to survive the first few years, maybe through one more president, and it's not ripped up and shredded like you know, someone like Ted Cruz would do or Rand Paul, hopefully. Um, if that happens, uh, if they can get through those first few years, they will slowly expand it until your children and your children's children believe it's absolutely their right to get their insurance from the government. It's what probably, statistically, and I don't mean to accuse you, but statistically, probably what you believe about Medicare. Because statistically, people think that is their God-given right to have free health care as they get older or very disc uh, heavily subsidized health care as they hit a certain age. That is their right. It's the same way that thing started as well. Well, it's going to certain people just can't afford it and certain people and certain people. Now everybody, it becomes a universal program that everyone believes is their God-given right. And this one, as unpopular as it is today, will eventually turn into that if they can get through this first few years. That's all they need to do. And I think they know that. So mm -hmm. they will lie, cheat, and steal. A, will manipulate these numbers every single chance they get to get to that end goal. Because they don't need to do it for long. People, you know, will very quickly, the, the generation that was born today is going to be voting in three or four elections. Okay? Three or four elections. They're going to have Obamacare their entire lives and think it's their right. Yeah. Unquestionably. Uh, it's, you're right. It's just like Social Security and Medicare. Yeah. Same deal. Triple eight seven seven two seven. Back. More patents do come back. I'm ranting as if I've been on. Yeah, sure. I, I apologize. <laughs> It's the second time I got caught singing it. Yeah, you do it every day, every yeah. break. So yeah, they don't usually get don't caught. Don't usually get caught. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, our little theme thing, da 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 da, sounds uh, precariously like the old uh, Burger King jingle. Which hold is the, the jingle? Hold the lettuce, yeah. special orders don't upset us. All we ask is that you let us serve it your way. So that's the third time we've heard it. <laughs> All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Uh, Ridley Scott's 3D Exodus Gods and Kings uh, going to be problematic, it looks like. <laughs> you think? Going to be problematic. Mm -hmm. uh, look, again, oh, the trailers man. look amazing. They look fantastic. And they seem to be talking about the right things in the trailer. They do mention God in the trailer. Uh, he does say, this isn't of my doing. This is from God. And then the Pharaoh says, I'm God or whatever. So mm -hmm. you know that they're talking about that. Yeah. You know that he's included in it. That's nice. Nice of them to do that. Yeah, it was nice to inc include God in a God story. <laughs> really? Yeah, nice. it was nice. Which it really kind of didn't do in the, in the Noah thing. I mean, sort of, but sort of not. So it looks now like, well, it doesn't look like. They say that God is portrayed, portrayed by a, an 11-year-old British actor. The voice of God in the burning bush, wherever else he speaks, is by... 
An 11-year-old British actor. Well, that's what you think of, right? What do you think of God? Uh, uh, an 11-year-old yeah, British? Yeah, I mean, that's the first thing you think kid? of. Kid, no. Really? No, I really don't. And huh. Obviously, they're trying to just, I don't know what, Glenn said petulant child. That is that is what they're apparently portraying him as. Um, that's so strange. They don't conceal the deity behind a pillar of fire. Uh, too terrible for the mind, of, for the uh, eye of man. Apparently, you see the kid, too. So you see the 11-year-old, and you hear him, and he's stern-eyed, impatient, at times vaguely angelic, and at times children of the corn terrifying. <laughs> and uh, apparently, according to uh, Chris Stone, who is a marketing consultant, he says it would be difficult for anyone who has any relationship with God and the scriptures to say this is okay. So wow. just know that going in, you're going to be wildly disappointed if you're expecting this to be true to everything we know. Yeah, <laughs> on top if of you're a biblical on person. top of all, they're saying that the actors are not that good. No, really. Oh, really? Are they really? I'm looking at I'm looking at a headline here. Oh, wow. Eye popping set pieces, acting falls flat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you say, Pat, be, be you know, be aware going in what you know what's what you're going to see. Mm-hmm. The, the the cure to that one is not to go in. <laughs> I think uh, you're right, and I think, I think that's where right. I'm going to go on it again. I didn't see. I, I still have not I'm to really this day bummed. seen Noah. I really um, want. I have no plans on seeing Noah. I cannot yeah. bring myself to watch it. No, it's on I, demand. It's, I'm like, no, no, no. And then the same it. thing with this. It's I mean, this it. looks. I mean, these these. You know, we're showing the uh, rolling the trailer here. I mean, it, I mean, it looks fantastic. It does. It does. Fantastic. But everything they're saying is wrong. Yeah, everything they're saying is wrong. They're going out of their way to inform you in advance. None of the actors believe this crazy nonsense. And and it's like, here's the thing. Like, if they make. Um, here, there was a little a mini controversy about the Star Wars trailer, but maybe we'll play that today coming up. Um, the the new Star Wars trailer that came out, and the first thing you see in it is sort of the desert landscape, and mm-hmm. a stormtrooper pops up, and he's <gasps> black. It's a black stormtrooper, and there are people so, who are saying, "I can't believe why would they? What are they doing?" You know, I, who cares, right? There, what, there weren't any. Apparently, there were no black, black people, people in a galaxy. Lando Calrissian really was the only away, one. I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, but the point <laughs> is, so look how offended people get. That's weird. At whether you do a fictional story correctly, like a famous fictional story. Mm-hmm. When you do, um, uh, like Lord of the Rings, if you do anything out of the, mm-hmm. you t- you go off the book in any way, all the fans go crazy. True. Yet, let's just take the Bible and let's say the actors are all right. It's a bunch of crap, and it's not real. It's the most popular fictional book of all time. How are you not true to the story? Yeah. Just be true to the freaking story. Let's it. just say it's just Harry Potter times a million. Do it right. Just do it yeah. right, and the people who love Harry Potter are going to be there for you. Absolutely. I, I don't understand why Absolutely. they feel like they need to make brave choices, like God is a petulant child. Brave yeah, choices. I, I, Stop being so brave and do the greatest story ever told in a great way. That is not too difficult. But they won't do it. They won't do it because they don't want it to be real. They want to make sure people know that you can take uh, artistic choices and artistic license with this fictional story. Yeah, and and look what Christian Bale is saying about Moses. Uh, Over and over and over again, he's called him outrageous, uh, the most, uh, what was it, the most violent or something really ridiculous. The most violent character in the history of mankind or something. Like a, he's compared him to like a genocidal maniac. Uh, he, he said last week that if Moses were alive today, he'd be killed by a drone strike because he was a terrorist. I mean, I guess you could look at him that way because he 
He freed his people from Egypt, and to Egypt, he might have been seen as a terrorist. You know, if you don't believe in God, you would believe that Moses sent the plagues. I guess you could kind of twist it into that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, but why are you doing this to the story? Why, when you're trying to appeal, supposedly, to people who believe, would, would you treat it like this? I, think I, what, I don't get it. It's I, like a poke in the eye. Yeah. It seems like what Glenn has talked about for a long time is true, in that they want to manipulate these stories to people who don't necessarily root themselves strongly in Christianity, but you know might believe in God, and then, so they can take this story and they can pull them off course a little bit, and you know probably make some money in the in the process. I mean, I don't think you know these people look at this as a story that a lot of people like. So you come out and you make it, and you make some fancy choices. You know, maybe Darth Vader's a girl in this one. Whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a brave artistic choice. Yeah. Can you imagine if Darth Vader was a girl? Can you imagine if Luke Skywalker had a sex change in the thir- 30 years in between Return of the Jedi <laughs> and the new one? Would people be upset about that? Yeah, they, these people yeah, would, they would never violate a story like that. Yeah, they would never true. do that. That's but when really it comes true. to the Bible, they're absolutely all Well, he's it. absolutely seen as a freedom fighter for the Hebrews. Yeah. But a terrorist in terms of the Egyptian Empire. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if he arrived today. Drones would be sent out after him. And he's also called the character barbaric, troubled, tumultuous. That's what a barbaric. <laughs> the most barbaric in the history of man or something like yeah. that. Uh, here's what Ridley Scott said, who, who directed this probable piece of trash. I want to avoid the cliches. Really? Uh, really? So you're that, you're that bent on making uh, God into something that people don't expect? That you make him, portray him as a petulant British child? That's just stupid. That is just stupid. Nobody wants that. Nobody will like that. I, I, I don't understand why you would do it. Because, as Stu mentioned, you wouldn't do it to Star Wars. You wouldn't do it to Lord of the Rings. You wouldn't do it to Harry Potter. You wouldn't do it to any of these fictional characters. <laughs> no, it's unbelievable. It really is. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with it. When does it come out? Is it, It's this month, right? It's in December sometime. Jeffy? Is it the 18th? Is that what it was? Jeffy knows the December most about 18th? plagues in this uh, particular yeah. sh- uh, show. Jeffy is actually seen by a lot of people as the 11th plague. And uh, not on Egypt, though, but on America. Well, well, you, you may or may not be the 11th plague, but you do have the previous 10. <laughs> you do hold and carry the previous 10 plagues. They don't all show up. You're a for some medicine. They don't all show up at once. No, fine. that's true. No, 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 sure. that's true. Right. They have flare-ups. Yeah. yeah. Fine. If you take the medication, you're good. We'll get so, the release date here in a second. 12. All right. 12th of December. Oh, 12th. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, wow. 11 days. Yeah. 11 days from now. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu coming up. Oh my God! We're scared. Oh boy! Hold up, see, listen. Nah, it's too late now. I'll show you next time. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. According to Darren Wilson, who's the police officer in question in Ferguson, uh, he's the one that shot Michael Brown, apparently in self-defense. Uh, he has, according to his lawyer, he resigned to protect his fellow police officers, and the uh, Ferguson mayor says he gets no severance. I think that sucks. 
If the guy did nothing wrong, why should he not get a severance package? I mean, I guess he's just quitting. They, they didn't technically fire right. him, so he's just quitting, which is why he's <laughs> not he's getting it. But he's quitting for the good of the He's department. obviously doing it for... Yeah. A re I mean, look, I don't think you can put him back out on the beat. <laughs> I don't right? think so. He can't, you can't have uh, <clears throat> Darren Wilson <clears throat> pulling over a black person in any part of Ferguson, no which way. is right. ridiculous, but... It'd be dangerous true. for him and yeah, everybody else. But you could give so. him an office job. I mean, he, he could. could. He could. He could easily do that. He could mm -hmm. be in the office. I, and maybe I don't know he doesn't what, want to. Maybe he doesn't want. I mean, he doesn't he? Doesn't seem like he wants to. You know, they were saying like uh, they went to. Of course, the protesters. Well, uh, Officer Wilson has resigned. What do you think? That's 112 days too late. <laughs> Is it? Because he was exonerated of all charges. He was. They didn't even have enough material to go to trial to see if he was innocent or guilty. They didn't even have enough base evidence to find it, to get it, an indictment. Mm -hmm. They indicted Rick Perry because he, for like nothing. Oh, you can get indictments for no reason. It's almost the, it's the easiest thing in the world to get an indictment. We we can indict Jeffy fifty times this week. And no, yet we're, they not, we're not going to do that. Gonna, <laughs> well, no, we might. Do we haven't decided yet. Well, we're, we're, we'll let you know. We're not going to do yeah. that. Our attorneys will let your attorneys know. The point is that that is not a difficult legal hurdle to, to clear, and they couldn't even clear that. No. The pro even the prosecutors out there saying, look, you know we. We tried, but like all the black witnesses said he was charging the officer. I don't, I don't know. What What do you do? How do you get shot in the head if he wasn't charging kind of like head down with his with, with a football charge? Because his hands up. were up? Because his hands were up? That's how he, he got hands shot up, the top of the head? Head down. Yeah. Don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's just stupid. Stupid. Uh, let's go to Brian in Texas. Uh, Brian, you're on the Pat and Stu show. Welcome. How y'all doing? Good. Good. <laughs> I was just sitting here cracking up hearing y'all ragging on Jeffy all the time. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, yeah, I, got, I got a couple, I got a couple questions for y'all. All right. Um, I'm, I'm beside myself, you know, when I watch, you know, the news and everything, you know, I, and the first one's about Obama. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every chance that you know everybody has on Fox News or, or whoever. Of course, I'm not going to speak for the rest of the media. We all know about them. But it's so obvious what he is trying to do to this nation, and he is trying to destroy us. He's trying to bring us to our knees. Everything that he is doing is deliberate, and I don't understand why, you know, nobody can just come right out and say that he is trying to destroy the United States. He's either incompetent or he's lost touch with reality or he's in his own little dreamland. You know, I don't understand that. I mean, it's so obvious. Is there some kind of barrier that everybody's afraid to cross? Yes. You know? not, not everybody. I mean, <laughs> I've said it several times. <laughs> I've you it. said they're the worst person I, that people I, have ever lived. I, I believed he's trying to destroy the, the nation on purpose for a while. And fun, we we say it all the time, and we put it in a, in a in a different way. In his own words, he wants fundamental transformation That's of it. the country. Uh, now, if you loved the country, why would you want to fundamentally transform it? If you love your wife, you don't go up to her and say, "I want to really love you. I really do, uh, and I'd do anything for you. I just want to fundamentally transform you." That's all. I just love you just the way you are, but let's just let's just fundamentally transform you. Yeah. But they, right. but nobody wants to say that, Brian, because they will be excoriated. Because the fact is, most of the news media and most of the American people have really very little idea who this guy is. Still, right? They, they yeah. have done no homework on him. They've not listened to his own words. They've not listened to the reports. They've not checked into his background. They have no idea who he is. Yeah, and, and I think it's a shame. 
It is. I think it's it it, is. it's also impo- extraordinarily rare to find someone who's just evil for evil's sake. Right, yeah. like even the ser- the stereotypical movie serial killer, mm-hmm. you know, think of like Seven. Well, I needed to teach those people a lesson because you know, th- there's always that like justification as to why people do these horrible things. And and I think it, when you look at uh, you know the president, I don't I don't think it's that I don't think he would look at it as destroying. Oh, he did. He looks no. at it as he making it, it better. Yeah, he thinks he that this is the better way to go. Socialism but, is the better way. Yeah, I mean he has a he a, grew up with Marxism. He believes right. I think wholeheartedly that th- this country has been a an unfair place generally speaking an unfair place of. Of, uh, of a, he said it many times. Eh, you don't have to believe times. it. He has said it many he's, times. He said it many times. Look at the way he treats things like the, uh, you know, the Ferguson situation and every other black-white police violence type of situation. He constantly sees it in the light of here is a horrible injustice that happens mm-hmm. all the time. And hey, guys, please don't tear up the entire society over it this time, even though you're totally right. I mean, that's the way he he, he comes out. And he didn't come out and say, look. Uh, you know, there is injustice uh, against uh, African-Americans, but there, this but is not a case of it. Right. The grand jury has come he, he out. Clearly, that. he doesn't say those things because he sees it in the prism that the cops are always wrong. So, and, and he believes that to make it right, we have to do A, a B and C. It's the same thing with, with the country as a whole. He yeah. believes to make what we've done wrong right, you need a person like Barack Obama to heal those wounds, to pass things like Obamacare, to take money from the rich, to take money from the oil companies, to put coal out of business, to put us on the equal footing with other countries around the world. That's his real belief. So it's not him wanting to destroy it. It's him wanting to destroy it the way we want it which is a strong America that leads the world. I think he sees it a completely different way. Thanks for the call, Brian. Sorry, we're out of time, bud. Tell you what's going to be agonizing, too, with this Ferguson situation is when Michael Brown's family sues Darren Wilson after the flawed decision not to charge the officer. Now, I'd love to talk to them. And, you know, we all appreciate that they're grieving. But you've seen the evidence or lack thereof. You've seen what the witnesses have said who are black. What part of this verdict was flawed? I'd love to know what part of it is flawed. There's no evidence to to even put the guy on trial. So, and that's why the the word verdict is it was a grand jury verdict, but it's it's not a verdict verdict. You know what I mean? It's not a Mm -hmm. verdict. Rodney King, there was a trial. O.J. Simpson, there was a trial, and then there was a verdict by a jury. This is just I don't know. Should we have a trial? Yay or nay? Nay? Okay, let's move on. We don't even have enough to charge him with a crime. Yeah. Um, and in reality, it shouldn't even have gotten to this, this right. state, this stage. I think this was all a show in the first place because they wanted to show they were doing something. So they tried to get an indictment. But in reality, they knew at the beginning they didn't have an indictment. They didn't. They, there was no evidence here. And, you know, police shoot people, you know, a lot. And you might say, OK, well, that's not that's not right. And they should shoot people less. 
And I, you know, look, I think they would all agree that they would love to shoot people less. They don't want to go out. No one wants to go through this, what Darren Wilson is going through. And no one wants to be responsible for taking a life. No one wants to be responsible for that. No one wants to get in one of those altercations. But, you know, officers deal with this stuff all the time. And even even when officers make mistakes and do things incorrectly, uh, they're, they're not murderers. You know what I mean? Like sometimes mm-hmm. you know, they make mistakes and things go, you know, go wrong and and they had the best of intentions. And, you know, a, a kid was trying to surrender and he, he was shot. I mean, but there is never a speck of evidence that the reason this happened is because he doesn't like black people. Uh, Darren Wilson is like, oh, well, I would love to just go down and find a black person to shoot. Well, the, the, <laughs> the city is 67 percent black or 60 percent black. There's plenty of black people to shoot. He could have been doing that every day. He could have easily been doing that. And you know what he could have done it? In the middle of the night when no one was around. Maybe not in the middle of a, 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 a lit, um, uh, 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 you know, daytime in between housing units when there's hundreds of people around to watch. Maybe that would have been a time to go shoot black people in an unwarranted way if he was truly a racist. The bottom line is if you put your hands on an officer's gun, you're most likely going to die. Period. That is what happens. That is how our society is structured. Get used to that, and you'll probably be alive for a long time. And this comes after I got a ridiculous ticket the other day. And I'm still standing up for the police. Michael, Michael Brown Sr. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let that go by. Wait a second. No, I'm not. Thank you. I'm not. No, no, no. no. Oh, I'm so pissed. I, I'm, uh, I'm very angry. I'm you got upset. another one? No, it's the same one. Oh. No, get this. So I told this. Did I tell this on the air? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got I got a ticket for uh, having my sticker out of date, which it was out of date. And I, you know, I moved to Texas a couple of years ago, and I, I just brought it to the the dealership, and I said, "Can you update my stickers?" And never really paid attention to what they did. And apparently, one of them they they didn't up, they don't update at the dealership or whatever. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. But you know, I I so I get pulled over, and I'm, he says I'm going 44 and a 30. First of all, it's not a 30. It's not a 30. It's 35. Is there a I went back and checked that? it. Well, I, at the time, I said, I think it's a 35, uh, and he... And he no, it's a 30. But it's, he said it was a 30, and in addition to that, he said it was going 44 anyway, which I don't think I was, but he's, that's what he said, so it would be speeding either way, right? So he says, he goes, he goes, all right, let me go just, you know, run your plates. So he goes and he runs the plates, comes back, very nice guy, very, very nice, very, very nice, having a nice conversation with him. He goes, look, he goes, look, you know, uh, you know, I you scan your sticker and, you know... I'd like to let you off, but there's just really nothing I can do here. Your sticker is way out of date. And well, there is something that they could do. Well, yes, first of all, we know for a fact he could do something. But let's just pretend in this fake world where he sees stickers that are out of date, he can't <laughs> ignore them. So uh, I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. At least he's not giving me the speeding ticket. He's giving me the ticket mm-hmm. for the, the sticker. And I thought to myself, I'm glad the sticker was out of date because he probably would have given me a speeding ticket right. if the sticker wasn't out of date. Mm-hmm. But he kind of used that as an excuse. I'll, I'll give you the sticker thing. He's like, but, you know, if you go get it fixed right away and you bring it to the, the court, they'll probably let you off or at least get rid of the, uh, most of the fine. And I'm like, right, that's a very nice thing to do. So I go and I, I go to the courthouse. This is my Thanksgiving you know, day off. I, and like, a, you know, on Wednesday, I go to the courthouse. And I'm like, you know, I need, I need to get uh, this updated. Well, wouldn't you know, the car is registered and up to date. I hadn't what? been paying the fees the whole time. Just never got mm. sent the sticker. 
So I'm like, this is unbelievable. So I go to the courthouse and I say, all right, here, here's the here's the information. I've got the uh, the sticker. It's all it's all set. I have it from the the DMV. It says effective date, which is in April when it was supposed to be. I'm all up to date, 100. percent They're like, oh, we can't get rid of that. We can't. I'm sorry. We, you can what? go to court and try to fight it, but we can't get rid of it. All we can do is um, all we can do is minimize the charge. And I say, well, fine. I'm going to go. I'll go get an attorney, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll have them deal with it. But you, sh- you know, sure, you, I, you're sure you can't do anything. She's like, yeah, we can't, we can't do anything. She's like, and uh, are you going to, are you going to use the attorney to fight the speeding ticket too? The guy didn't tell me he was giving me a speeding ticket. He oh, just gave man. it to me and like, oh man, just talked about the other one. Just to make me not complain about the speedy ticket. Holy and he gave crap. you both? This? Yeah, he gave me freaking both. Remember I told you the other yeah, day I yes. didn't get it? No. Yeah. Oh, he gave me both. And didn't tell me he was giving me both. And the that way this sucks. This doesn't that make sucks. sense to at least when I was up up north, you'd always know because you'd look right at it. But the way that the paperwork works is no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> the way the paperwork works here is like you have to go online to see what you did wrong, yeah. essentially. Like you, yeah. it doesn't it's not clearly printed on the ticket for some dumb reason. I'm like, this guy gave me a ticket and basically lied to me, telling me that he didn't give me a ticket. And then gave me a ticket for something he didn't have to give me a ticket oh, for. No, he did I'm not. I'm so pissed. I, I'm, I'm like, I don't care if the attorney cost me ten times the value of this ticket. I am fighting this to the Supreme See, Court. I hope you mean that. I will be there in front of John Roberts arguing this case. I hope you mean that, You'll because lose. that happens a lot. Well, People say yeah. that, and That's then true. they give up. You're My right. My son true. is a perfect You're example right. of that. Why? And still why? Bad at because it's so much of a hassle. Right. It's right. too it's, much it's of a hassle. just enough money to make you go... I don't want to pay it, but it's not enough to fight it. However, right. however, there's one clear distinction here. I am willing to pay an attorney to do it for me. <laughs> and I will be doing that. So, uh, and you know oh what? God. I, I will say this. The attorney, and I don't know if this is the case everywhere, but here, uh, for some reason, this is a big industry I where you just it. call an attorney and they fix it for you. Yep. I mean, and it's not, it's, it's not like, like hundreds of dollars. It's like, Seventy-five, forty, or seventy, yeah. or seventy-five dollars, yeah. and that includes like everything. They go to and court, they go to court and fight it for you and do all and of that stuff. And they get you stuff. off almost every time. It's like it's like you, you know someone. Points, yeah. which was huge, huge to me. It's as if you know someone who works at the police. Uh, it department. is. Here. It's I don't amazing. know what the deal is. It's a great deal. But for seventy-five dollars, I, like I don't do have it. to take a day off from work. You have to do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, that it's, is a, good it's a great thing. I can say for a fact that they don't have to give you a ticket for. Uh, stickers being out of date because I actually had stickers out of date and I didn't get a ticket. How, how does Jeffy get out of a ticket? I don't know. That is repulsive. Did you uh, offer him, you know, some sort of uh, service in exchange for? I just want you to know morning? that I had stickers <laughs> out of date and I wasn't given a ticket. And you walked. You had some ladies of the evening visiting the officer's uh, condo. I had stickers out of date and uh, wasn't given and a you ticket. Didn't get, for okay. That's all I'm saying. So, anyway, the point of that story was even in this current position, in which I am extraordinarily angry at police officers, the truth here is clear about Ferguson. It is. Which is this guy is. did nothing wrong. Right. I mean, at least, at the very least, there is no evidence to show that he did anything wrong. And that is how our justice system works, folks. I'm sorry. I'm you're so disappointed in the idea that you have to have evidence to bring someone to trial to throw them away for the rest of their lives. But it, that is how it works. And yet, listen to how this is put by Michael Brown's mother, uh, Leslie McFadden, McSpadden. She says, I don't think he wanted to kill my son, but he wanted to kill someone. What? What are you talking? What are you talking evidence about? Evidence is there of that? What are you talking about? 
So he was just waiting for somebody to start beating him in the face and go for his gun so he could kill them? Come on. I mean, that's just, that is asinine. He went on, she went on to say, he says that his conscience is clear. How can your conscience be clear after killing somebody, even after it was accidental death? Well, I don't know, because it was either he was thinking at the time, no doubt. It's either him or me. Uh, in that case, you're going to choose him every time. Yeah, and you should. You should. Again, you know, there was a struggle in the car where the gun was touched and fired can, in can. the car. Twice. Just that is enough. Two shots went off. Honestly, like, you have a tough time, in all seriousness, con- conv- uh, convicting a, um, a police officer. If there was a struggle for a gun mm-hmm. and the guy started running away and he shot him running away. If you take, put your hands on an officer's gun, he has no idea where you're going next. He has no idea what weapon you have stashed with your friend. He has no idea what you're going to do well, to the community. Well, he does have an idea. You're going to try, he's going to yes. try to kill you. And that is the belief you have to go on. This is why you don't, you, gra- you don't grab for officer's guns. Yes. This is a good, it's a good safety tip for most people. Don't do that. And this doesn't occur. Um, you know, the, the, the Chris guy. Chris Rock he, has a thing on that. Right? He does. Have you, have you heard yeah. that? It's circulating again, but I think it came out like in 06 or something where he, you know, he gives out safety tips on how not to get the crap kicked out of you by police. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is don't go for the guy's gun. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, that's the, the, the guy who's on with Glenn tonight on TV. Uh, oh, yeah. This, this uh, pastor, right? Yeah. Uh, is it Jonathan Gentry? I think Something that's like right. That? Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, uh, he had a, an unbelievable rant on this and just saying, like, why, why are we as, a, as an African-American community speaking as him? Why are we in this position where we think this is okay? You know, Joe Scarborough said something about this today, and it was, you know, we don't always praise MSNBC, but this is a great point. Is why is this guy being held up as the, the face of black oppression? This is not the guy. He just previously to dying went after a cop's gun, which is bad. But previously to that, abused and roughed up another minority in a robbery attempt in which he stole stuff from a convenience store. And I know it was only shoplifting. Thank you. Thank you. I know it was only shoplifting. But this is not the guy you want to hold up as an example. Mm-hmm. He, 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 look, he might, you know, th- this is where this dumb sort of dumbing down um, plays in. This is stupid calculus, which is guy was unarmed. Now he's dead that we have to do something about that. It's like, how can a guy who is unarmed, uh, not doing anything, uh, be shot and no one pays any price? Because he wasn't not doing anything. Go to Because the, he was doing something. Go to the shooting in Salt Lake City and ask yourself that. Yeah. The white kid who got shot by a black cop in Salt Lake City, outside a convenience store, he was doing nothing. But the cop didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Same with Ferguson. Yeah, in in the case of Salt Lake City uh, and that police officer, he was wearing a body cam, and I saw the footage of it uh, last week. It's pretty compelling. It's it's pretty amazing. The the cop was responding to uh, a report of some gangbangers in the area who were armed, and it, so he he goes to this convenience store, th- sees three guys uh, walking out of the convenience store. They're not the guys. They're all unarmed. Turns out not, but he didn't know that at the time. So he gets out of his uh, vehicle, and immediately the brother of the victim and his cousin put their hands up and, and back away. The one kid has uh, uh, earphones in, and he keeps walking, even though the cop is yelling at him to stop. 
and and get his hands out of it because he he's got his hands first down by his side, and then he seems to have him somewhere in, around his waistband in the front. He turns around and the cops yelling at him, "Let me see your hands! Let me see your hands! Put your hands up! Put your hands! Get down on the ground!" And he's like, "No fool!" And the cop and the, as soon as he does start to show his hands, cop shoots him and kills him. He says, "No fool!" No fool. Why the hell would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, turned out the guy had depression issues. I don't know if it was suicide by cop. I don't know what was going on there. But the cop in this case uh, had no idea what the kid was going to do. Right. And, you know, he's immediately, when he finds out that the kid, and he yells it, I, I see no gun. I see no uh, So he's confused as to why the kid was acting like that. They have to make these decisions in a split second. It, because it's either them or the perpetrator, it, one or the other. They, they don't know who's going to die. might be them. And he really, he said, I thought I was too late. I thought he was going to shoot me. And they cleared the cops, it looks and like. And they it. cleared the cop. Yeah. So that cop didn't pay any price either. No. Well, there's an and, argument. But when you see the that... video, he probably shouldn't have. I right. mean, it's I, a tough call. It's a tough know, call. Tough. I mean, that's it what is. we pay them for, right? Yep. But there is an argument now that uh, every police officer... Uh, Should wear body cam. Body cam. And that's what Michael Brown's uh, parents are trying to say now. Like that's and that's fine. This. And I, you know, look, I, that's not a bad thing. I mean, I think honestly, what that would what that would result in is a lot less Al Sharpton protesting. What you would find is, in most of these circumstances, you would find complete justifications. The only thing keeping Al yep. Sharpton's protests alive is the is the fact that we didn't see it. If we saw right. this Michael Brown thing come in, and we saw Michael Brown grab on to an officer's gun, there would be mm -hmm. no questions. There wouldn't even be a case. There would be no so riots. There would be charging. nothing. Even they charging yeah. even Officer be, Wilson. Exactly. That's right. And that's, that's right. you know, as much as they, I think, the, the parents of Michael Brown, who I'm torn on because, A, they're grieving. B, they really have made, I think, sincere pleas for peace throughout this thing. They have made sincere pleas to their, we, this is the sort of stuff we ask for all the yeah. time. Why don't you say to your own people, hey, you know, uh, don't go do these terrible things. And they have consistently said mm -hmm. that. On the other hand, they are still making claims that are not supported by the evidence about this officer. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't like that side of it. But you know, it, I think they may be very sincere in wanting these, these cameras on every officer. I got a feeling Al Sharpton doesn't want them. Because if those things exist, what you're going to find in 95% of cases... Some justification. It's just justification well, that's what or I found least question When I went to the body cam of the officer and uh, the paper in Salt Lake City had, had it on their website. And I thought, I'm going I'm to watch that and see what happened. And because I had heard, you know, it happened two days after Michael Brown. You don't hear a peep about it. No. And nobody had seen the body cam at first. But nobody nobody was protesting. I mean, there was a few protests. They were totally peaceful. No cars burned. No buildings were set on fire. None, none of that kind of, of good stuff. good protest is that? Yeah, it's, it's no kind of good protest. So, so it was peaceful. You don't hear about it anywhere outside of Utah. Nobody's talking about it. Well, finally the thing comes out. And you see what actually occurred. And you, it's hard to, to say the guy shouldn't have done what he did. It's hard to say the cop wasn't justified because in, in a similar circumstance, the, the guy turns around, he's got his hands out like this, and he won't show them to you. Uh, you got to say there's, there's probable cause to shoot the kid. And there's multiple levels of this, right? You have the police officer acted completely correct and mm -hmm. shot someone he had to shoot, right? Yeah. Then it gets a little sketchier. The police officer 
wound up doing the wrong thing, but you can totally understand why he did it. And that might be the Utah case. Yeah. Like, you wish he didn't have like, why, shot Why didn't he tase him? Right, but you can understand why it occurred. You can justify and understand why mm -hmm. the police took this action. Mm -hmm. Then you have a step above that, which is the police officer made the wrong call. And, and did something incorrect and should not have shot him, and we, this result wouldn't have happened. But that's, none of those things are what Michael Brown and, and Darren, Wilson, Darren Wilson has been accused of with Michael Brown. It's a step above that, which is this guy is a racist executioner that is monitoring the streets and looking for black people to kill at any cost. And there is, you can even say, you could make an argument, perhaps, uh, and this is what they tried to do in court, that maybe he made the wrong call. He made a mistake. He did the wrong thing and should not have shot him and should have let him run away and do God knows what other damage, other criminal activity he had planned for the evening. But there is literally no evidence whatsoever supporting the case that the vast majority of people seem to believe, which is he was just a racist out to kill black people. There's not, there's not a thing on tape. He doesn't have anything on his Facebook page that would make you believe this. He doesn't, he didn't. Uh, vote for Romney that we know of? Nothing! We have no indication whatsoever that this person had any racist tendency at any point in his entire life, and yet the St. Louis Rams are out there doing it, every celebrity thinks this is what happens. God, if I could have quoted some of the stupid tweets that I read in the middle of this, of people who are just, it's as if they've turned their brains off. Well, I mean, that's I oh couldn't have God. read the the uh, the smart tweets from uh, Serena Williams. Serena, I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What was wow? Just, just wow. Wow. Just wow. I mean, like, what do you mean, just wow? You have a guy <laughs> who, in the grand jury evidence, which included black people, uh, came out had black people saying he was charging a police officer after having a tussle with him in which he touched his gun. How is that wow? It's the most. It's it's actually an unremarkable death in a lot of ways. You could look yeah. at this and say, wow, that's the consequence of touching an officer's gun, and then it's over. You know, I, there are probably, you know, surely are, uh, you know, I, mean, I don't know where Oprah was saying it wasn't em Emmett Till, because that's usually what she says for every yeah. single one of these Till towns. Tillville. Tillville. Uh, you know, Emmett Till, legitimate one. There are legitimate cases, <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah, yeah. Emmett Till Absolutely. was legit. Totally uh, legit. There's a big <laughs> space totally here. Totally legit. And the idea now is that Al Sharpton wants to turn mm -hmm. every time a white police officer has to take down an African-American for any reason into Emmett Till. Not Emmett Till. Downtown Tillville. It's not downtown Tillville. No. Trayvon was not downtown Tillville. And this, this is not either. downtown Tillville. And the next one they will bring up will also not be downtown Tillville. However, what if we find out this guy did, in fact, vote for Mitt Romney? Well, then we execute. Then we execute. Then we right? execute. Well, at we least can come we're agreed on that. that. We can come together on 888 that. 888 Beck. More Pat and Stu coming up. I mean, if he voted for Romney. He's an obvious racist hater. I mean, if he knew Paul Ryan was on the ticket, oh, my I think we executed. We don't even have a trial. I think we just It's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. Let me ask you this question. Why is Rudy Giuliani getting a bunch of flack for what he said? He, he said that uh, black communities have to take responsibility for a higher rate of shootings in their, in their neighborhoods. 
What part of that is outrageous? Is it that they should take responsibility? Is it that there is a higher rate in black communities? What part of that is inappropriate to talk about? The facts or that you're even talking about the facts? I'm hard-pressed into understanding what that's all about. He's getting a lot of flack for having said it. Uh, he got fact-checked. Uh, I think PolitiFact fact-checked them as well, his, uh, his, uh, his statement. Yeah. And they gave it, it was an amazing, amazing, yeah, he said 93% of blacks in America are killed by other blacks. Right. Um, That's not true? Uh, no, actually, it got, which was interesting, it got mostly true. Mostly true. Now, it is. How is it partly not true? Okay, this is, this is the justification. <laughs> okay. Now, they say, this is the worst mostly true I've ever read from PolitiFact, which is, Yes, sure, the numbers he states are accurate. Sure. And normally that's what we would rate. But we feel he misled people because people don't understand that most people are killed by people they know. So therefore it would make sense that 93% oh of black people would be killed by other black people. What? That's what they state. Most white people don't know white people? No, well, white no, people... No, white people do know white and, people. And that was their point, is that... Uh, let me give you a Okay, give so white people stat. are mostly killed by white people. Yes. Right. Now, yeah. uh, according to um, government data, 84% of white homicides were committed by whites. Does, can it, would anyone like to point out the statistical issue with this analysis? Uh, let's see. 74% of America is white. Mm-hmm. How many... What percent is black? 12? Right. So it shouldn't be true... Right. That that eighty. It should be. You should have white people because of uh, uh, their vast majority of the population should many be killing more, all many groups more whites. in the majority. Yes. Right. Every whites should be the mass murderers of every group. Yes, because they outnumber everyone else by a large, large margin. A lot. Even Hispanics, right. Who are the second most populous minority? Exactly, and it's it's a, and not to mention that. So you might say, okay, well. Uh, maybe it doesn't come to the point where whites are the majority killer of blacks. However, you would think at the very least they would have a significant advantage in the statistic. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's 93% of blacks killed by blacks, 84% of whites killed by whites. It should be at the very least reversed and a much larger gap between those two. More blacks are killed by blacks than whites are killed by whites when it comes to percentage terms. Mm-hmm. That, that's a huge, huge problem. And, you know, it's not, I don't think, it, it has nothing to do with, well, the pigmentation of their skin. That doesn't, that has nothing to do with it. It has to do with societal issues. Um, and I would say a large uh, extent of, of uh, you know, we've talked certainly about the family structure in many of these communities, although that's a problem in white communities as well. But it, it also has to do with, uh, I think, poverty and inner city living. That creates and when you break situations. down sheer numbers, too. Yeah. Um, yes, 84% of whites might be killed by whites. But what's the number of whites compared being killed compared to the number of blacks? Yeah, we've gone over killed. these numbers before. I don't yeah. have them in front of me. I don't either. Um, but it's it's dis, it's it's a huge uh, disparity there too, if I'm not mistaken. Right? It's it's a much larger number of blacks rate wise. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, number wise. And, and we've we've gone over these numbers before and i don't have they're not in this article which of course they're not in this article because it would hurt what the article's point is which is say yeah he's quoting an accurate statistic but the number means nothing that's essentially that's what an amazing well he also reading. said we, uh, this is uh let's see blacks commit eight times more per capita than any other group in our society and that's about that's what i remember okay, yeah. from the from and the he statistics. also what I, I like i said if i put all my police on park avenue instead of harlem thousands more of blacks would have died in my time in office 
Anybody disagree with that? No, of course it's true. This is what they say. Giuliani said that 93% of blacks are murdered by blacks. That's in line with federal statistics. Mm -hmm. However, it actually tells us little about violence in black communities, does it? (laughs) Does it really? You know what it does tell you, though? Absolutely. When 74% of the the population is white and only 7% at maximum um, of the murders of black people are white people, it does tell you there is absolutely not in any way some sort of uh, plague of violence of white people killing black people. Right. That is 100% certain. It is absolutely irrefutable. There right. is no plague. There is no huge run. There is no gigantic, massive issue where white cops or white people in general are going around targeting black people because of racism. There was a time in which that was true. Tis not the time. To give us a little holiday uh, feel there at the end. Uh, that was nice. That was nice. And it hasn't been the time for no. a long time. But for tis, a long is a, while. tis is a good word, though. You it gotta, is. we got to break that in occasionally, especially yeah. when you've got Christmas trees. Especially and when it's a it giant Christmas star right back here. Look at that beautiful Christmas star. <laughs> you see that? That is, I mean. <laughs> no, you That's said. It's a snowflake. It's a snowflake. Yeah, it's not a star. That is not it's a star. A lot of people call that a snowflake. I know you would call it a spoon, but it isn't. It's not. Uh, and then how about this uh, 32-year-old white guy who was hammered to death mm-hmm. by four thugs? Um, and it's interesting that the racial makeup of this were of these people were not included. It happened in St. Louis. So, you know, there's some speculation that this is protest-related. This guy pulled up and, and was stopped by these four uh, teens who started beating on his car with hammers. Here's a good safety tip. If that ever happens to you, if somebody comes up to your car and starts beating on it with hammers, do not exit your vehicle. In fact, run them over. What you do yes. is you put on the gas pedal, you press it down as hard as it goes, all the way to the floor if necessary, and you drive past or over or through those people. Yes. That is just stupidity. Don't get out of the vehicle and get beaten to death by hammers. Not, at that point in time, ah. you're not going to be talking sense into those. Into no, you're that not. Crowd. No, you're, you're not. not. That's why police officers wear armor. Now, because I would at do, that point. Yeah. And I, I look, I would do everything I could to avoid running them over. Yes. I would. I, I would back up if I had to, or I would. I would drive slowly until they stop. But if you drive slowly, they're going to be smashing still smash out your, your windows. Yeah. So I don't, I, you know, you try to avoid hurting them or killing them, but I'm getting out of there. I, me, I, I am with you 100%. I don't, and if you don't want to get out of the way, that's kind of your deal, yeah. yep. not mine. Yeah. I'm, that's mean, a would, self-defense I, mechanism I, at that point. I talked to my family, in fact, over Thanksgiving and said, look, we're out of there. And yeah. we'll find the closest police department. And I'll we'll report turn myself. ourselves in. Right. We'll say, "Hey, yeah. hey, I just ran over ten four blocks guys over back there. there. I, ran, I were... think I ran over four people. Yeah. I had to get out of there. I was afraid for my life. I'm here now. Let me show you my car. Here's what they were doing to my yeah. car. And uh, so, yeah, I took off. And uh, they wouldn't get out family. of the way. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'd stay there and get killed? Yeah, no. that's what he did. That's what he did. No. He got out of his car, and they beat him to death with hammers. It's just awful. And they, for, we have no idea horrible. what reason. We don't know no. that it's tied to Ferguson. They don't know for just sure. Just general beating of some white guy. Yeah. Yes. In St. Louis. Unreal. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu coming up. Unbelievable. Really sad.
888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. It is uh, Pat and Stu. Mm. I'm Pat. That's Stu. Over there is Mr. Spoons. <laughs> oh, God. I want, a t I want a Mr. Spoons t-shirt so bad. <laughs> oh, I would love Oh, that. that's a great idea. Yeah, you know what? Mr. We have Spoons. We have uh, I like it. Cyber Monday going on today. We do. Uh, <coughs> yeah, it's because LJ has gone loco. He has gone apparently loco. And, he pretty uh, much lives there. Price is so low that we can't even mention them no, on broadcast, television, or radio. Glenn did earlier, but that was a felony. I hope nobody reports him. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I kind of hope they, he does get reported. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'm kind of at that point. Um, and also, he takes the tax office mattresses. Yeah. And also what? Other, He's committed many huge felonies. Huge violations. Yeah. Many, many felonies. But, I mean, if, if LJ would come up with a Mr. Spoons t-shirt... <laughs> <laughs> For Jeffy, I would right. definitely purchase it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, maybe that'll be up at Glenbeck.com at some point soon. Mm. Uh, and Ray Rice is eligible to come back to your favorite team in the NFL anytime now. And actually, there's supposedly interest in him. He, of course, what do you think would be interested in uh, a, uh, the Raiders and the Jets? Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. think would be interested. In. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, definitely Raiders. The Raiders would have to. I mean, he has to come back to the Raiders That's first. Perfect. That's for in the, the league charter. Yes. Um, and he'd have to come back to the Raiders <laughs> yeah. first before any entry. You could commit it. You could commit, like, serial killings yes. uh, across the nation, mm -hmm. and the Raiders would have you. Yeah, yeah, you are a Raiders fan, aren't you, Jeffy? I love the Raiders. <laughs> I thought so. I love um, yeah, he would, I, I don't know, the Raiders always popped in mind, although they have enough aging running backs, really, to fill out their roster. I don't know. Do they, they still have, is McFadden still McFadden on the team? McFadden and Reese Jones-Drew, um, they have oh, as yeah. well, neither of uh, which are per particularly uh, uh, doing well this year. Um, but, you know, Ray Rice, you have to remember, first of all, Ray Rice, the last time he played football was very bad at football. Um, he did not have, he had a terrible yeah. year the year before. So it might not be, mm. if he was coming off his great years, people might be more willing to jump in and take a chance on mm. him. He, he really had a bad year the last year he played. Um, but I don't know who's going to, 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 to jump in. I don't know that there's an easy fit. And it has to be someone really willing to absorb a lot of punishment from the media. Yeah. Um, you know, someone like a, you know, Harbaugh in San Francisco, you could see doing that, but they're fine at running back. Um, so I don't know. I don't know that they're – maybe Rex Ryan does it just to screw with everybody in, in the Jets. He's done anyway, so why he's not? He's done anyway. Might as well give it a whirl. Uh, here's what uh, his, his wife said uh, on NBC's Today Show, explaining how Ray has never abused her before or since. Kind of hard to believe, but here's what she said. Prior to what we have now seen in that elevator, was there ever any incident of violence in your relationship with Ray, or has there been any incident of violence since that no. elevator incident? No. 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 There's no way. He knows what he would have to deal with, you know, if this was something, you know, I'm not going to sit there in silence and let something happen to me and, you know, God forbid, in front of my child. And just let, let it happen, there's no way. There's something else on that tape. The punch is obviously outrageous. But there's something that happens after the punch. And there's, it's mostly seen from outside. And, and Janae, you are unconscious. Mm -hmm. You're out cold on the floor. And instead of being so freaked out that he kneels down and takes your daughter's head in his arms and strokes her face and strokes her hair, mm -hmm and says, I'm sorry. He stands there for a long time. What did you think when you saw that part of the tape? Um, I was very upset by that part, and I told him so. I basically told him that I didn't care who was out there at the elevator. 
you should have never left her there like that. I did tell him that. What is what is her what is the uh, age what of is, her mom? I, I want to know what Janae says about it. What do you think? Yeah. Just being left there in the, I mean that shows a careless, callous, I, I, I don't give a rat's ass kind of guy, doesn't it? I just knocked her out like like he's done it every day of his life. It does look like that. I mean maybe he you know he a ah, is weird. supposedly drunk and b maybe he's thinking. He's so freaked out by what just happened. He doesn't react well. I get, but I, I don't know. It looks mm. like to me like he's done it every day for the, yeah, his entire life. It, it does. You know, and she was very consistent. You know, her yes, message she. since this thing happened was that it was the only time. And you know, I don't know what do you expect her to say. But she's there. She, he's not there. She could say whatever she wants. She has free access to national TV, and she continues to defend the guy. Yeah, she and, does. And this is something we talked about when it happened. Yep. Do you lose your voice as a woman because you've been hit? Because that was kind of the accusation at the time. It was, you can't listen to her. She's an abused woman. That's what they do. They defend their man. Right. Do, does she lose her voice? Does she lose her opinion they in automatically this? automatically stop believing what she we says. We just have to just, dis, just destroy anything she says, you know, pick it apart, say she's lying, if, uh, if you know, she's the victim of domestic abuse. I no, mean, I don't but, think that's fair. but because that's the case in so many of these uh, situations... Because the woman usually says all of this, I, I think you look at it with a skeptical eye. Yeah, you know, I think it's fair. It, it, I, th I think you doubt what she says. It is sort of double jeopardy for her, though, right? Like it she is. went through this incident, and then no one believes what she says afterwards. Yeah. If her words are true, right. it's got to be torturous. Because she, here she is saying mm -hmm. this, and, and everyone's like, "Oh, come on, little girl, you can't. You're not going to be. You can't tell the truth. You were hit." So therefore, we're not going to listen to a word you're saying. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You're afraid of continuing to get hit. That's yeah. the assumption, and right? I, and that, that is afraid. the assumption, and it's probably mm -hmm. true in a lot of cases. But it must be frustrating when it's not true. Yeah. Uh, if it ever is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it does right. not look like that was a first-time no, incident. it does not. Uh, you know, maybe it's amazingly, stunningly the first time. Maybe she's telling the whole truth. Yeah, maybe. And nothing but. Uh, here's a little more uh, to judge. And I actually... <laughs> After I saw it, why did you just leave me there like well, that? Did you see that part? Mm -hmm, that's the one part that from I the outside. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why didn't you comfort was, me? Yeah, he said he was terrified. He was terrified. He was in such shock that this had just happened. He didn't know how to function at that point. And then, you know, obviously by that time, hotel security is there. The police are there. The minute I heard this story, I started to hear from people who knew Ray for a long time, and I started to hear amazing things about him. Mm -hmm. I heard rave reviews. Mm -hmm. And so you do have to ask the question, how could that guy yeah. end up doing that in that elevator? Mm -hmm. I think we all have, mm -hmm. like, people a moment that, that are human. yeah, humanness. <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. Um, mm. After this whole situation, I... You would think that we lived in a country full of people who never made a mistake, mm -hmm. who've never <laughs> sinned ever yes, in their lives. Exactly. No. We live one. in a country where people have seen this too many times mm -hmm. uh, to buy the bull crap. And if that's my daughter, I am not sitting there with her on the couch telling, uh, telling um, uh, what's his face? Matt Lauer. Now, <laughs> <laughs> what's his that, face is good with that? Me. He's just not that kind of guy, and it's, everything's forgiven, and by golly, he just made a mistake. If one of my older girl's husbands ever cold cocked her, I, I am going after that guy uh, with all the fervor 
and passion of a billion white-hot burning suns. Mm -hmm. And I am not. I am not. I, I'm doing all I can to get her away from him. Yeah. I, I don't care if it happened once and only once. As soon as I know about it, to me, that's it. It's over. I mean, we live in a country where certainly people have made mistakes. And, and you know, ask Jeffy, probably bigger than they'd want to admit, but not that big. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, like, yes. I think there's a, there's a huge line yes. here between, uh, you know, Gosh darn it! I put the wrong zip code on that uh, letter, or that Christmas card I wrote, <laughs> and it took too long. <laughs> they didn't get it till January fourth. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Uh, and there's a big line between that and slugging your wife. I'm human, yeah. okay? Yeah, there's a wide chasm between that and I drilled her in the face. Yeah. The other part and... is uh, that I thought was interesting about that is I believe reading her statements um, before and seeing these clips here, her her stances, she's never seen the video. Uh, her, she said she saw the part where, when the initial release, where she was dragged on the outside, she saw that. But when the punch part was released, she uh, did not watch it and then sent a text to uh, everyone she knew saying, the video is out, I, I, I beg of you, please don't watch it. Mm. So she claims she's never even seen it. And she does not remember it. She's, she says that she just does not remember that part at all. Probably not. So, I mean, you know, that happens a lot when you get cold cocked. Yeah. And then your head gets bashed into <laughs> yeah. an elevator bar. Yeah. And then you're just dropped out in the, in, on the floor like so much garbage. I mean, it, it's disturbing. But here's, uh, here's part three. I apologize because, for one, this press conference was something the Ravens right. put together. Mm -hmm. you gotta explain. Did you want to be a part of that press conference? I was ready to do anything that was going to help the situation. So, when you say help the situation, mm -hmm. help Ray and his career? Both help the way we looked in the media, help his image, help obviously his career. So, you know, they told us earlier that week we would do the press conference, and I was fine with it. And did anyone at the Ravens say, Janae, it would be really good if you issue some kind of an apology? They suggested it, yes. Did they come up with the wording? No, not specifically. Um, they basically gave gave us a general script. I do deeply regret the role that I played in the incident that night. That really started. That oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was frustrating for me because obviously people took it as, you know, I'm taking light off of what Ray did. In no way. Oh, you're giving him an excuse. Yeah, no. You're I was, in denial. Yeah, right. no, not right. at all. I was basically not doing what I was told, but at the same time, I didn't think it was completely wrong for me to apologize because... At the end of the day, I got arrested, too. So I did something wrong, too. Not taking any life off of what Ray did because but she got I arrested agree with everybody for, else. You know, it was wrong. I, I, Probably, that part of the public, story, I didn't even know. Public intoxication or something? I don't know. I'm going to find yeah. out. Yeah, can you find she, out, Jeffy? I mean, what is she apologizing for? Uh, I'm sorry that he punched me in the face. Well, you see, I was, uh, I, you know, I just didn't listen to him. Right. What, what, you, what the hell are you apologizing for? That's bizarre. Right. Like, you know, you can say that you did something wrong that doesn't justify that response, right? Yeah. Like, if you are being... If, you're, if you had a in knife an in your hand and you're slashing him repeatedly across no. the chest... <laughs> no, I'm serious, though. <laughs> she can come up then with a maybe. way... Like, if she's being, uh, you know, rude to him and, and going after his, uh, you know, his most vulnerable parts of his persona and attacking him and, and saying horrible things to him, that that isn't right. However, it does not justify his response no. like she can still say that she did something wrong but it does i, I think people yeah. took that as mm -hmm. you know that well that justice she's saying that you know she was just as responsible no not at all i mean she's saying that like you know they got into a fight and she said things she shouldn't have she said i think she said she slapped him or spit at him at some point 
but none of that justifies what he did. I mean, uh, you know, it's like uh, it's the uh, what are they, what's the word they always use that I can never remember when, when Israel and Palestine say uh, are fighting, and it's not a disproportionate response. In this case, that mm-hmm. would actually be true. Yeah, uh, it, that is an yes, extremely disproportionate response. Uh, yes, and it's short of a knife wielding person who's stabbing you repeatedly. You don't do certain, something like that. No, Jeffy. Fact update. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, she was the minor physical altercation and the domestic dispute. She was arrested along with Ray. If for uh, <laughs> what'd she do? She, uh, it was a domestic <laughs> dispute. Dress up no, above no, her no. buttocks. This cannot. <laughs> this cannot go unchecked. Uh-huh. We just asked Jeffy for an update as right. to why he was arrested. And he what told he us did exactly what we already knew. Arrested. All he said was there was a domestic dispute and, That's dispute, it. That's and they were what both she was arrested. arrested for. The, the no, they have assault. to have a charge. They can't Simple just say. assault domestic. For her too? Yeah. How, how when she's cold cocked on the floor, is she arrested for domestic dispute? I mean, she did sort of slap him. Is that, they're, they're, they arrest, they arrest a woman for slapping know. a guy? A lot of women know. are going Jeez. to jail today. Wow. Because I'm sure that happens uh, fairly regularly. Jeffy, you can attest to this. The, the, the entire prison system would be littered with women that have just slapped Jeffy. <laughs> oh, that's not prison. That's just jail, by the way. Uh, oh, but the bottom line is... <laughs> you and your distinctions. <laughs> the bottom line is he's uh, eligible now. A judge just yeah. ruled that he... It, it, punishing him twice, giving him the two-day suspension, and then the uh, indefinite suspension can't do it. And before we go to break, one more thing. I believe the NFL knew this. They knew they were going to lose this. They did this to save face. Give them an indefinite. Let them overturn it. We'll look like the guys who are being tough. There's nothing we can do. They yep. overturned yeah. it. So I do think they knew this all along. 888-727 back, back in a second. This is sad because all we have time for now is, uh, and we'll save some of this for tomorrow, uh, NFL football talk. The, the Eagles, only thing left. The Eagles won. Uh, Eagles won. 33-10. to 10 Boy, Over the Cowboys. I hated that game. I loved that game. Hated that game with a passion. So many, I get so many tweets and stuff about people who are just thinking oh, yeah. of me. And yeah. I appreciate that. Thinking of me on that mm. wonderful holiday where you're sitting back and just watching the Eagles just run over the Dallas Cowboys. It was, very, it was a nice yeah. addition. Not really well today. Uh, Jeffy, what would you think of it? Good addition uh, or well, bad addition? Well, for more on trivia, it was good. Yeah, well, yeah, because so more on trivia was wrong the week before. Are, are we so nine, and three? nine and three? Nine and Same three. Same as the Eagles. Brother. Okay. So last night, then, or yesterday afternoon, the Packers crushed. The crushed, Patriots. I think, is they a little tough. Crushed them five. Twenty-six, twenty-one. It wasn't even, wasn't even close. Wait, they, Gronkowski had a touchdown catch that he dropped with a minute left. That would have. It's won not the game. a touchdown catch if he doesn't catch it. Is it? No. <laughs> no, but that was, just, that, was some, that was some pretty severe defensive play right there to knock that thing away. Yeah, it seemed like he had, that, I mean, yeah, he, he had it. I mean, Gronkowski is the strongest receiver. You know, he's a tight end, but it, the strongest guy catching a ball. And in that NFL. freaking guy is... He's a machine. He's just a beast. <laughs> he is a beast. I couldn't believe they contained him as well as... I mean, he's like a man among boys out there. Yeah. He's he's tremendous, but uh, Packers came through. Yeah. In a Super Bowl That's preview, that, everybody said... Is Missouri going to the playoff or what? Oh my God! We got to oh go, we got to beat Alabama in the SEC <laughs> That's championship. It. That's no big deal. Blow out Alabama, you got it. Not a problem, right? Nice. Yeah, that be nice. nice.